This is Andy Gutierrez from StarWars.com, and you are listening to Coffee with Kenobi with Dan Z. This is the podcast you're looking for. This is James Arnold Taylor, and you're listening to Coffee with Kenobi. Hmm, I have a good feeling about this. Joining us today for a cup of coffee to break down all of the incredible announcements from Hasbro PulseCon last weekend, our first, Mr. Tom Gross. Oh, hello, everybody. It's good to be back on Coffee with Kenobi, the big show. And boy, I'm going to tell you what, I, with, with you and our other guests, I'm kind of the pedestrian fan here because you guys are the stars of this PulseCon uh, conversation. So I'm going to sit back and enjoy and toss my two cents in when I can. Well, th- thank you for bringing a nice slice of humility. We, you're a huge collector, too, so we're excited <laughs> to have your breakdown. But we've also got another collector on the show. He's a huge collector and uh, something yes. of an enabler. He gets us in a little bit of trouble in a good way. Mr. Tyler Pompa. Hello, everybody. It's nice to be back on the show. It's been about a year, so I'm really excited. And Tom is on my list next for enabling, so... <laughs> okay, I can try a little bit of that tonight. It's true. It's Excellent. true. Yeah, you are you are such a such a great guy, and uh, I was, all three of us are local uh, to the Central Illinois area. So once in a while, uh, Tyler will send me a message to say, "Hey, look what I found. Are you interested in this?" And I'm like, "No, of course I am." And then Mason's <laughs> like, "Yes, yeah, have you heard from Tyler recently?" <laughs> 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 so we we have a lot of fun doing that, but there's there's a lot of stuff to talk about. Uh, Hasbro does incredible reveals now. I mean, I, I think it's fair to say that we're we're definitely away from waves of things. We just walk into Walmart or Target or toy. Well, no more Toys R Us anymore. We just walk into a toy store and there's oh, there's a new wave of figures. You just have to you have to jump on board when they do pre-orders, and there were a ton of pre-orders. We're gonna, just going to start. Uh, well, let's start with the Black Series figures themselves. Tyler, I know you're a huge fan, so we'll start with you. Uh, let's talk about Boba Fett from Tython first. Tell me what you think about this one. I think that one turned out really good. They've really been nailing it on the uh, Tamara Morrison head sculpts with like some of the clones like Captain Rex and uh, Arc Trooper Echo. So, yeah, this one looks really cool, especially like the scarred up face. I don't know if I'll get this one. I'll probably just wait for the armored version, but it's still nice for the hardcore Boba Fett fans to have. Yeah, this is the one that made his appearance on Tython when he eventually teams up with the Mandalorian and he fights all those stormtroopers. He's got the Gaffney stick. He's got his blaster rifle. He's got this stunning cloak. This is before he reacquires his Boba Fett armor. And Tom, I don't know about you, but uh, this one is... Uh, I mean, I, I've really been sort of avoiding the Black Series, but this one might be hard to pass on. This one would be hard to pass on. And I'm, I'm with you, Tyler. This is anybody who is a, a Boba Fett like fan. This is a must have. I love the accessories on this one. I love the um, on one of the pictures images that they gave for promotion. His his robe is kind of pulled back and he's in a pose with the rifle um, and the and the gaffy stick on his back. But it, it reveals like his um the belt and he's got the like the i don't know their their rifle shot or, or bullets inside there mm-hmm. with it looks like in a holster there's a a pistol back there it's just there's so much going on there and uh it's it's a dramatic piece and and i can totally see this this is one that would have to come out of the box 
and in my eyes, and this is so affect a lot of these we're going to talk about today are out of the box uh, pieces to pose, but I, I do really like this one. And this one, like many of the ones we're going to mention, are available in spring of 2022. This is one of the few that's not was not yet available for pre-order at the time of this recording. But the next one was, I know our good friend Corey Club got it. This is Cobb Vanth. He has the Boba Fett armor that Boba Fett is looking for. It's appropriately uh, layered and, and um, weathered, I guess is a good description of it. Uh, it's got Timothy Oliphant's head sculpt. It's got his striking silver hair and the beard. This is a spectacular one as well. Uh, so we'll just keep it the same order. Tyler, what do you think of this one? Uh, this is going to be the one that I jump on because um, to, to me, it, a lot of these reveals were like really cool, but I always feel like they can do more with Star Wars. But this was the one that stuck out. Like, I love the coloring on it. I love the detail. I love how incredibly handsome the figure looks, just like in real life. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I'm definitely going to wind up picking up this one and it's going to go in the Mandalorian portion of my shelf. Oh, for sure. And it is available at most major retailers. If you can find it anywhere for pre-order still, mm. then you should definitely go ahead and do so. Uh, Tom, what about this one for you? Well, I knew, Tyler, that you were a, a good guy with great taste because this also is... The is the must-have of all the releases for me as well. Um, you know, we talked about the the detail on the the um, the last uh, figure, the Boba Fett figure. This one, I just I love the weathering on it. I think it looks so authentic in the images. Mm -hmm. And Dan, as you mentioned, the, the striking silver hair and beard. Um, and uh, Tyler, you mentioned the colors, and that was one thing that I always liked about Cobb Vanth is is the bright colors that he has the red shirt and um and all that that brings that that kind of gives a, a striking contrast to the weathered armor um but i just i really think this one is so cool um and it's got look at that jetpack i mean talk about someone who modified and painted that to to be to fit him as a character. I think that is so cool. And I like the rifle on this one too. I just, I think this one because of the uniqueness and this figure makes me want to go back and reread the um, Chuck Wendig series where we first are introduced yeah. to Cobb Vanth. I don't know. This one just makes me want to do that where he's, he's like the sheriff um, in there. I mean, that's his character in, um, uh, in Mandalorian as well, but right. I don't know. This one just brings back so much memory. So this is, this is the one that I hope I find in a store somewhere, and I will probably embarrass my family if I'm able to get my hands on this in a store. This is one he that obviously. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. I was going to say he like I know he was only in one episode, but he was actually one of my favorite characters in all of season two. So yeah, he, he's yeah. definitely a must-have for me. He's, he's, he's incredible. He's definitely incredible. The this one, I mean, again, I don't buy a ton of Black Series figures anymore. But this one would, I hope I don't find it in the store because I'll buy it. And I, because <laughs> it's so cool. Like, this is one that if I bought it or I had, I would absolutely open it just to see. Yeah. I think it'd be cool to hold this one up next to a, an existing Boba Fett from, say, The Empire Strikes Back or Return of the Jedi just to see the differences in the armor because Hasbro's gone well above and beyond with the description, uh, not only of the figure itself uh, on the website, but just how it looks. It's just an absolutely stunning figure. But we're not done with not the Mandalorian. We've, we've also got a six-inch Mandalorian and Grogu combined set from Maldo Kreese. This is the 
Frost Planet, and it comes with a six-inch version of a Krinka. Those those ice spiders that I'm sure Tom is just delighted to see oh, because I'm he's so such a fan of spiders. Yes, I love spiders so much, but I'm so glad I'm gonna I'm gonna go first on this one. If that's okay with you, Tyler. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Absolutely. <laughs> Um, I do like this one because, uh, you know, of course I like, I like monsters. And so even though it's a spider, I still will go with it. And I just, you know, again, I'm, I'm a fan of the, uh, the black series and you know what I like best about this. And I think their marketing has worked so well, especially in this figure, the poses that this, that they show this figure in the Mandalorian, in um, there's one where he's uh, one of the promotional images on the Coffee with Kenobi website is him walking, just holding uh, Grogu. But it's it's it has so much action in it. His back foot step back, and then um, and then the one where the, the what are those monsters called again? Krinka. Krinka, yes. Krinka, yeah. Where the Krinka is kind of reeling back, and he's got the pistol. Hell, it just this is another one. You got to take this out and and pose these and move them around and don't let them you know don't let these figures get stagnant play with them take pictures of them and they're so photogenic so i can't wait to see what people like ross Hollibin and some of our other friends who do photo work uh do with some of these black series because they are they are beautiful and look at how cute grogu is what is it that he's standing next to is that a it looks like a Oh, in one of these images. Oh, it's one of the little egg. It's one of the egg yeah. uh, uh, um, thingamajigs. Uh, so right. um, really cool. I really like yeah. this one. I think my favorite thing about this one, uh, Tyler, is the fact that the Mandalorian has his armor is frosted over from being on that icy yeah, planet. I mean, that's, that's cool. the kind of detail we're seeing with these things. Yeah, and that's what I was going to bring up because I'm kind of a sucker for um, things that glow in the dark or things that are like Arctic variants. I really yeah. dig those. So this yeah. one I'm definitely going to get it like whenever it eventually snows outside, get some pictures of it out in the snow. Ooh. And then Tom, you keep talking about like, oh yeah, wanting to like open things up in another toy group. I call like, I mean, we call that letting them breathe. So yeah. Gotta nice. Let these babies breathe. Yes. I, I, that is, that is a good expression. Uh, so then we, Tom, you got something else on that one? Yeah. Can I, I was just going to ask is, so looking at these, did they add a dimension to these boxes, like with a little kick out on the side, or is it just the way the picture is? No, usually... it's, that's that's a newer, newerish version of them. Oh, okay. That's yeah. neat. I really mm -hmm. like that. Yeah. It, it makes the box displayable as well. Yeah, the original boxes were just regular black, like rectangle boxes. That's how they got their name, the Black Series. But starting, I believe it was last year, they kind of went a more Marvel Legends approach. Oh, and nice. um, with, with the figures that you get, like all those pictures will line up to whoever's the number next one on the side and make a big montage. Really? Yeah. So and yeah, there are different colors too. <laughs> yeah, it's like oh. different colors correlates different. Uh, like what? Like I think it was like the light blue correlates the Rise of Skywalker, or like green stands for Return of the Jedi. So yeah, they have different colors for different parts of the franchises. Nice. It's very nice. It, but the, the Mandalorian fun doesn't doesn't stop. We've got a six-inch Migs Mayfield from Morak. He has the armor uh, on of the uh, of the transport driver. The, the helmet itself comes on and off. It's a great sculpt of the lead actor in it. I can't his name escapes me at the moment, but uh, it's Filber, uh, of course. Yes, yes. Uh, this is one that I think is really, really nice as well. I mean, the detail is great. I would love to see a, a Din Djarin version of this one too, and probably will we will somewhere down the road. But when I see this one and the ones we've been talking about 
All I can think is I can't wait till we get retro versions of these figures. But but this mm -hmm. one looks really, really great. Oh. Tyler, do you like this one as well? I do like this one. I am a fan of the Mayfield character. Um, I, I'd probably rather have him in his um, outfit from season one. I guess yeah. it would be fun if you get like a Marvel Legends suit body and take off like the head and then, oh, you just have a Bilber action figure. You can do stand up for your other figures. Well, that's a good idea. Tom, what about you for this one? Yeah, it's of the of the Black Series figures introduced. It's probably the one I'm least interested in. But you know what? It's going to be the one that shows up the most in stores and is hanging in the stores. <laughs> so I'll probably end up buying it. But what I do love about this one is the tip of the hat to the character Mayfield. I just I really think season uh, season two really developed his character, and I came to came to like him and not be so creeped out by him. And, uh, and so I do love that tip of the hat to, um, his character and it's cool. I mean, you know, I love the, the transport armor. I love that solid plate chest plate. Like there's not a whole lot to it, but again, it's, it's the fledgling empire. And so things are real simple. So it's cool. Yeah. It's a nice one for sure. All right. And then. We've got um, we've got three sets that are exclusive to Galaxy's Edge. Now you can get them in Shop Disney right now at the time of this recording. But we have uh, Black Series. We've got the Creatures Toy Action Figure Collection. We've got Minoc, Porgs, a creature called a Bogling. And then we've got two Quacking Monkey Lizards. One of them is Salacious Crumb, and one of them is the Blue and Gold variant that we see all over Batu. We've got the First Order Toy Action Figures with. An ad at driver from the first order, which is very, very cool. We've never seen one like that before. You got the R5 Astromech droid that drives the ride of the resistance attraction, a mouse droid, and General Hux, which looks like a familiar sculpt, but a newer paint job. And then the last one is the six inch droid depot toy action figure line. We've or set, we've got um, K2, we've got CB23, we've got a pit droid, and we've got Babu Frick and a and a battle droid as well. So <laughs> a lot of great stuff here. Actually, they don't call it K2S, so they call them K7R1 for this version of it. Oh. So of the three, is there a certain one um, that that really strikes any of you, or do you just like all of them? Hmm. Tyler, I what mean, about you? Uh, I like the creature set, actually. I my wife and I, we should be going to Disney next year. So, I mean, if one of these come home with me, it's probably going to be the creature set. I don't have a whole lot of them on my Star Wars show. And I like Kwaki and Monkey Lizards a lot. So, Yeah, this is kind of the only way to get a lot of these. The only one that really jumps out of me, I mean, they're all neat for their own different reasons, but I like CB-23 from Star Wars Resistance. It was one of my favorite characters from that show, mm -hmm. from that two-season show. And this is the only way to get the Black Series version of it. But Tom, what about you? Yeah, you know what? The monster one had my eye first as well. But uh, but I have to say, after after your quick review here of the sets, um, I'm going droids because I got to have that Babu Frick. <laughs> oh my gosh, that character cracks me up. And to see, boy, to see his scale size, I guess I didn't. Guess I didn't see that in the movie. Mm -hmm. How tiny he is! Oh, and I'm really with you. I, I like the CB, and I really came to like. What are these? The the punch droids? Is that what 
they're called. I'm not sure. The Pitroids. The Pitroids, yeah. I really came to like those in The Mandalorian. I didn't Me really too. care for them too much uh, in uh, The Phantom Menace, but I really, really came to like them in uh, Mandalorian. So, And, of course, K2 or what's, what do they call it? What, what's his for some reason, model? this one's K7R1. Okay. Um, and who's you can't go wrong with a ah, Roger, Roger. <laughs> right. <laughs> that is great. I really like this droid set. It's nice. It's very nice. So let's go ahead and go into the three and three quarter inch line. First, we've got something new and exciting. Uh, Troop builders are a thing. I mean, it's always fun to, as I've said many times when I was a kid, when I would go to the store and I had all the figures that happened to be on the pegs, my mom and dad would let us get an extra Jawa or a Stormtrooper or one of the same people so we could just have a bunch of them because they all looked identical on on the screen. And then we just have more to play with. But now we've got Troop building. There was a Stormtrooper set released recently for the three and three quarter inch classic line. But now we have Star Wars Rebel Fleet Troopers. And this one is particularly notable because one of the action figures is is black. So we've got three white figures and one black figure. And we've never had that before. So the fact that Hasbro is uh, lean, is you know, incorporating diversity into their line, which they talked about on Hasbro PulseCon, was really, really nice to see. And these are very, very... Uh, beautifully sculpted figures as well. I really like these guys. Um, and uh, of course I recognize the one from the film who has the white uh, eyebrows. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Know, I don't know who that actor is, but he always stood out to me every time I watch a new hope. So I was so happy to see him recognizable in here and, uh, and the Brown uniform trooper, uh, the the tan rather uh, uniform is kind of cool. That is a I don't know it, it, I I don't remember that uniform, but these are cool. I really like that. And, and interesting you say that about like built. What did you call the troop builder set? Yeah, that I, I had the same experience. I always wanted to buy more of those kind of characters because they yeah. I mean, how do you have a a battle? with one stormtrooper and one rebel and then Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker. I mean, you got to have a whole bunch of them. So I could never convince my parents, but boy, when these things started coming out in garage sales in like the early nineties, that's when I started buying those guys up. I love it. So I like this. Uh, I like this set. Tyler, what'd you think of this set? Yeah, this set's really, really cool. I don't collect the three and three quarter inch line, but I love the fact that they have this option out there for people that do because it is a lot easier in this scale to do a big, you know, battle scene. Um, I love the diversity that they were doing and the fact that you mentioned that they were doing that on the, on the live stream was really cool. So no, this is a really, really nice set. Yes. It's really, really nice. Uh, so then we've got, um, uh, we've got a number of three and three quarter inch figures that are coming out that I think, um, uh, a lot of people are very, very excited about. First, let's talk about the playset. We've got, we've got a Mandalorian Cantina playset from the end of season one. This comes with an exclusive Death Trooper, which is very, very nice. Oh. Yeah, if you if you look up there and zoom in on the thing again, we're on Coffee with Kenobi's website. You've got the Star Wars product reveals from PulseCon there for you to check out. Uh, it is the Navarro Cantina playset. Uh, it says it combines with additional Navarro Cantina playsets to create a full scene. Off the top of my head, I don't remember there being an additional one. Was there another one I'm not thinking of, Tyler? For which one? 
for Navarro's Cantina, or, or they just want you to buy a bunch of the same one? That's usually what they do is they'll just have you buy a bunch of the same ones, and then because um, it looks like on the one picture, where yeah, they fit the together. End, it's like, yeah, you, you can like curve it, and then they just took the other table and left that out. So, but that way you have like a full like, you know, Set. two corners were right. Oh, okay, right. Which is it's really really nice. So, uh, play sets are cool. That they're a great way to display your action figures. Um, they the the box itself has a very very vintage look to it. So this one is sharp. It is retailing at fifty two ninety nine and is available in the spring of two thousand twenty two. Tom, any thoughts on this one? Yeah, I love the detail on here with the the items on the counter, the bottles and the the jars and things like that. But what I really like that I'm trying to get, I'm trying to zoom in on, is the blown out window behind the bar from that that weapon that Moff Gideon brings in. It looks like it's, so it's pre-blown out. For, an e- know, an maybe, e-web heavy blaster. Yeah, yeah I mean, it, that just, that, I love that detail. And you got the little stools, that's cool. And I think it's really cool when, when a figure, a unique figure comes with the set and I love I, I was wondering if that was the case. Um and so I, I noticed I noted that the they had the figure like in the so it looks like the figure comes not just in the box, but you get the the backing, the board, yeah, and the whole packaging that comes with it. That is on and does it even say yeah it does. Imperial Death Trooper Navarro. Dude, right there. That's that's cool. So that's why you have to get one because you got to keep one on card and one you open, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> In my head, Kenan, that works. Tyler, do you get a lot of these play sets? Uh, I do not. Um, I would like to if I collected that size line, but, I mean, mm-hmm. they're always kind of tempting when I look at them. And, Tom, you were talking about the blown-out window. Uh, one of the things they mentioned in the live stream is how it comes with two windows, so you can have the one that's blown out, but if you want, like, a clean one, it comes with an extra one so you can swap it. Get out. I know. It's not <laughs> sold. So, so in, yeah, so in some of those pictures, you can see, like, the clean window. Oh, yes. I see that now. Yeah, it's sharp. And then the window where they've blown out, you can see all the Death Troopers waiting to um, make oh, yeah. things very difficult. Oh, look our, at him in that one heroes. picture, that close-up. Oh. Yeah, isn't that wild? All right, so we've got a couple of new vintage collection figures uh, years ago. Uh, right after Solo was released, the movie Solo. In 2018, they they stopped putting out individual lines on card, which is always very disappointing to me. But that line continues in the vintage line and in the retro line. No retro announcements, unfortunately, but we do have vintage lines. We've got Anakin Skywalker from The Phantom Menace. We've got Obi-Wan Kenobi from Attack of the Clones. We've got Mace Windy from Attack of the Clones. We've got Ahsoka from The Clone Wars animated itself. So, gentlemen, what do you think about these? Tyler, we'll start with you. Uh, I mean, I, I feel like at least three of these are refacts. I know the Ahsoka is. I kind of dig the young Anakin because that's not one that I would expect to see. So, and I mean, they did a good job with it. And then as a big Obi-Wan Kenobi fan, that figure looks really good. I always like his Attack of the Clones look. And Mace Windu is Mace Windu. Like, he's, he's just going to look like a boss regardless. So, Do you, so these, are, these are repacks? They're not new sculpts? Uh, I feel like the young Anakin might be the only one. That's the only one I can think of where I haven't seen before. 
but I know they've done Mace Windu. I know they've done Obi-Wan. And I actually had that Ahsoka at one point. They had that back in 2015 when Vintage Collection was called the Black Series. Mm-hmm. See, I to me, and I could be wrong, but this the Obi Wan, this the hairstyle. I mean, I know they've done Attack of yeah. the Clones figures before, but I but I do know, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I thought they had mentioned that these cloaks are new. A lot of them are. I know some of the older ones came with one. I remember having an Anakin at one point that came with a cloth cloak. Um, mm-hmm. But maybe this is the first time they've done Obi Wan with the cloak. And it's like um, a re, it's maybe. like a re, it's like a different fabric and a different sort of a design mm-hmm. aesthetic yeah. to it. Cause I think that they look stunning, especially the image of Mace Windu. I think that one looks really sharp, like really, really yeah, screen accurate. Looking straight at the camera. Yeah. Yeah. I really like that one. Uh, and then on the base of the, of the, the lightsabers right out of the, out of the, come out of the, uh, opening itself it looks like they're kind of wider on the bottom almost like an anime anime style now what do you think about these or go ahead tyler i was gonna say i'm wondering if maybe it's new now where they have removable blades which is why maybe the sabers would be so thick but i don't know yeah that's a good question Hmm. i think these are these are fantastic for three and three quarter inch mm. um you know the i i like i like the obi-wan one it's not one that i would buy but boy certainly someone who's a collector and a, a completist kind of collector this is a must-have uh in my eyes and i love the prop of the um the probe the i forget what that that's called but the the probe that they train with the lightsabers and this the i i, I had to go back and I, like i had to keep checking oh yeah these are vintage on the the obi-wan and the mace window i thought these were black series for sure the yeah the same are so so great I, I was noting the lightsaber as well dan uh how they're kind of thicker at the bottom and there's more like detail in the bottom of it as if it's like kind of firing out of there um, that's cool. Uh, to me, the, the one that I would want for sure is the Ahsoka. Um, I, I, I do not have, I have a, I have an Ahsoka Tano from it's, it's it, like one of the original Clone Wars ones. She, she's tiny. She, it's the one where she has, um, the hut baby. Oh yeah. 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 Um, I have that one, but this one I really like, I've, I'm looking around my office and I've got some Ahsoka Tano pictures that I would love to like recreate the art with action figures. And there's one that I just got at the Indiana comic-con where it has Ahsoka and Darth Vader kind of back to back. And I can totally see turning this sideways with the Darth Vader and like recreating that image that, that, um, that I just bought would be kind of cool. So yeah, the Ahsoka would be my choice of all these, but they're all, magnificent i could be persuaded to buy any of these really especially that that you guys talked about that mace window mace window is a character that it usually isn't on my radar for for toys but this the gosh the expression on his face so great Mm -hmm. so mace window it's that premium deco style that uh the photorealist realistic that they've done it's just it's exceptional i mean hasbro has been knocking out of the park for a very long long time The, the, the only I have a the Ahsoka from Mandalore from the Clone Wars season seven arc, and she's uh, the three and three quarter one. She's amazing. Well, All right, so she, she came out with the Darth Maul, didn't she? Yep, it was an Amazon exclusive. Oh, I think I got both of those. Those uh, are awesome. Yeah, they look really good. They're they're really sharp. So the only one left is um, 
They have a three and three quarter inch. It's not often that you see an announcement of a Black Series and a three and three quarter inch of the exact same figure. But we have it here with the Mandalorian and Grogu from Maldo Crease, complete with another Krinka, a small uh, ice spider. Uh, and and that it shows the actual package itself. It's a bit much, much larger package because you got to fit that spider in there. Again, yeah. you've got the frosted Mandalorian armor. Uh, I, I love, and I'm like you, Tyler, when it comes to Star Wars or G.I. Joe or what have you, if you put like a snow variant on a figure, I am absolutely drooling over this one. And I'm assuming you were over this this size as well. Even though I know you don't collect this line, it's a nice looking figure. Yeah, that would be one of the cool ones to maybe get and like keep in the box. And I know they were talking, like, I'm not getting the Razor Crest, but I know in the live stream they were talking about if you buy like multiple of these and get the spider, they like scale well with the Razor Crest so you can like cover them with it. Oh, so, wow. <laughs> so I thought that would be a cool idea. But yeah, that one I might try and keep my eye out for and see if I can get in. Yeah, just keep it in the box, maybe hanging on the wall next to some of my other figures. That's cool. That's super cool. Tom, what do you think about this one? Oh, man. This, <laughs> they make Just take my money. Just take my money. Right. Because look at this. Uh, the first thing I thought when I looked at the packaging of this is, uh, like, this is a retailer's nightmare because it's a whiter like hanging piece it's i don't know it's i don't know and i'm just imagining them oh resets oh boy got a reset for the mandalorian and grogu three and three quarter inch but it's so cool um really like this and yeah i thought it was interesting too i got a little confused when i was first like looking and exploring the announcements i i, I didn't realize that there were both a black series and the three and three quarter inch, but it's, you know, and Dan, I know you're a three and three quarter inch fan. So this is, mm -hmm. this is your jam. I, I love this. Um, they, you get an extra tiny spider in this one that the black series doesn't give you. I don't think. No, um, I've been buying and, uh, a lot of the the Mandalorian three and three quarter ones, whether they were retro or not, just because I like the look of them. And I like when they have different variations of the armor, Yeah, but this one is so much bigger. I don't know if I could, I don't know. I'm going to, the studio's pretty <laughs> tight as it is. Yeah, right. But, but, I, but just for that frosted armor alone. Oh, uh, it's cool. I think it's worth so it. can I ask you guys a question? Um, that's it's, it's on topic, but it's unrelated to what we've been talking about. Do either one of you wish you could, they had an image of the backs of these packaging. As a kid, I always remember taking, you know, any of the action Kenner action figures off the shelf and looking at the back to dream of having all of them. I want to know what they've got on the backs of these. You know, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, when you basically had like the catalog of all the yeah. All, so do all they the figures? Do they continue to do that with these uh, retro Kenners, the vintage rather? The retro, they don't have any figures on the backs, which is sort of disappointing. Oh. But these aren't that. retro, but he... go ahead, so, Tyler. Uh, okay, I was gonna say because I know on the back of the vintage collection, one that usually shows you everybody who was in the previous wave and then in the current wave, so nice. pretty much it's like up to date, it doesn't show you who's coming next. So, right, but it shows like the whole collection that you can purchase now, current, and in that yeah. wave. the last. Yes, that exactly. is awesome. Yeah, it's pretty Holy fun. <laughs> so let's go ahead and take a quick break. When we return, we're going to talk about a new lightsaber and yeah. a Rancor, ladies and gentlemen. This oh, is Coffee with Kenobi. This is Vanessa Marshall, and you're listening to Coffee with Kenobi. 
We are back and we're talking about all the amazing Hasbro Star Wars product reveals from PulseCon. Uh, we've talked about all the figures pretty extensively. They also announced some ones that they don't have images of, but they're coming out in the near future. But we have basically a, a while ago, they had Star Wars lightsabers that were more expensive. They were much higher quality and they you could get them like a sharper image and things like that. But then Hasbro eventually took over that line. These are Force FX Elite lightsabers. They're very, very high quality. They come with their own display stands, removable blades. But now the new one is Leia Organa from The Rise of Skywalker. And gentlemen, this one, I have this one from Galaxy's Edge. It's it's oh. To me, it's one of the most unique, most spectacular, most breathtaking lightsaber hilts out there. I definitely love lightsabers. I'm definitely aficionado of those. But this one is an absolute stunner it comes out the fall 2022 it's a hefty price tag 264.99 you can get it on hasbro pulse amazon gamestop entertainment earth dorkside toys big bad toy store and more tyler are you a lightsaber guy and if so will you be will you be acquiring this beauty uh i am a lightsaber guy i don't have a ton of room for them but i mean i've made room for the ones i have and this one is absolutely on my radar but not for me I want to get it for my mom because my mom is a big Princess Leia fan. That's her favorite oh. Star Wars character. So I think this would mean oh. a lot if I could get like my brother and my sister to chip in and get it for her. Not this Christmas, but next Christmas. Oh, I love that. So that much. is fantastic. And Tom, what about what about you on this one? Yeah, you know, I, I love lightsabers. I don't own any of them. Um, and I, I always appreciate when I get to come to the Coffee with Kenobi studios to be able to <laughs> look at and <laughs> lay my eyes on the lightsabers. And I will never forget at Rancho Obi-Wan, he has that mm -hmm. case yes. of the hilts that is just, I just spent some time being mesmerized by this. And this lightsaber is, I'm with you, Dan, this is a magnificent looking lightsaber. I love the copper color in there. It's so elegant looking. Um, that I can't help but think Princess Leia when I see it. Um, even if I didn't know it was Princess Leia's, I would think it is hers. Um, just it's like just looking at it, I can feel the weight of it in my hands, but not so heavy that you know it's definitely a one-handed saber. Um, grace and elegance. It is so cool, and I love. I don't know if the stands are common with all of these. They are. I, yeah. So it's. That is really cool for display purposes. It's 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 wonderful. Yeah, that's very very nice. Uh, speaking of nice, I think the um, there were a lot of amazing options, right? From PulseCon, there were, there were a lot of uh, doubles and triples, a couple of solid singles. There was one to me. There was one home run. This is the first ever Star Wars the Black Series Haslab creation. Now we had the Razor Crest. And we had a Jabba's sail barge, but those were three and three quarter inch action figures, the classics. The way the HasLab works is they create something that the scale or scope is so massive that it wouldn't be cost prohibitive to do um, a huge uh, global release of. But for the dire collectors, if if the campaigns that they offer reaches a certain amount of people who back the campaign and pay for it up front, then they will put these into production. So this is the Rancor. This is the first one, again, for the Black Series. There are a number of incredible pictures everywhere for this thing. The one most striking one to me is the Rancor standing next to a six-inch 
Stormtrooper, but this thing is 42 inches wide. It is, let's see where some other details on this thing. Uh, it is 17.5 inches tall. And then um, with the arm span, well, the arm span is 42 inches. And then if you're standing up straight, 17.5 inches tall. But if you put the hands up in the air, 27 inches tall, 45 points of articulation, more than the Black Series 29 points standard. I mean, gentlemen, this thing, uh, at the time of this recording, uh, it, well, it needs 9,000 backers. Uh, so far, it's got 3,531. So you've got some time to save your money, but they're going to pull the plug on this thing on December 6th at 11.59 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So you've got some time to decide. Tyler, I, I can only imagine uh, what what your face looked like when you saw this thing. Uh, man, this thing is nuts in the best way. Like, I I usually try to avoid the uh, like the crowdfunding ones. It has to hit like a special spot for me, but this one's really doing it. Just for the thought of like getting pictures, like putting a leash on it and taking pictures of me walking it outside <laughs> would probably be worth the money. Oh, that's good. Cool. But I want to see I want to see some of the um, the incentives that they have. Like, are they going to have a Gamorrean guard figure? Are they going to have Malakili? Are they going to have a swappable crying head? Like, I feel like those are something that um, if they want to get to the 9,000 backers, they should probably show off at least one of those. But yeah, this thing mm. is so, so cool. All the posability, the scale. Yeah. Yeah, you've got a tier really one for 11,000 backers. Tier two is 13.5. And then tiers three and four, they don't even say. But there's another HasLab offering that shows they're showing all of the additional tiers that are opened up. And that is the G.I. Joe um, Sky Striker, which we'll get to after I pick myself up off the floor. Uh, so, Tom, what, where do you stand on this one? This <laughs> this is so cool. I love these. Ha I mean, the HasLabs are are items that personally I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't purchase because of sheer space, but cost as well. Um, it, being a family person with <laughs> young children, but you know what, uh, our friend. Um, uh, Andrew Harrison has the sail barge and it is pretty magnificent looking at it. But this, this Rancor is, it really is cool. Um, I think my favorite promotional picture is the close up of him shoving the stormtrooper into his mouth mm -hmm. um, just to give us scale size. Number one. I mean, first of all, the action of it uh, is there, but you see all the points of articulation just in the Rancor's jaw and uh, and then in the fingers and the hand and all that is is really cool, but my favorite detail of of him or her the creature is when they they've got sort of a back view and the spines that I guess I've never really paid attention to in the movie. Um, there's the shoulder spines that are kind of dinosaur like, but then it gets very like. Spot, like spinal kind of pieces coming from about mid back down to a tail that I've never noticed on the Rancor before that is 
super interesting to look at and would be definitely, I don't know, I would be, I would struggle to put those to the back of the wall where you can't see it because there's so much detail in that, but really, really neat piece. I hope it gets made so that some of these are out there for um, collectors to A, get, but B, be able to share and display because this is such a unique piece. So, so cool. And black series on top of it. Huge. I know. Amazingly cool. Amazingly, amazingly cool. Uh, so this there's there's a lot to really look at with this thing because it but it is because it is one hundred percent stunning. Mm -hmm. Haslab has done a lot of stuff. As I said, they did the Razor Crest. That one was backed. They did the sail barge that you mentioned. They did a Marvel Legends Galactus figure. Yeah. That they did a Sentinel as well. Yes. Did you get either oh. of those? Uh, I didn't. I know my cousin did. I, I'm pretty sure my cousin got the Sentinel, so I need to go over to his house so I can see it. <laughs> Send me a picture if you do, because that thing is. I, I mean, they're they're incredible. They are so they are they so really incredible. Are. Um. So yes, yeah, so you've got this, and then as I said, they have something that's really not fair. Uh, they released a G.I. Joe Sky Striker. We won't talk a lot about G.I. <laughs> Joe, but I mean, people who have been listening to the show for a while know that G.I. Joe is, of course, I love Star Wars naturally. But if, you know, if if push came to shove and I had to select only one line to have every single one ever, it would be G.I. Joe. I love that series so much. And the Sky Striker is out as well. That one is requiring 10,000 backers. It's got 4,010 right now. It costs $229. The Rancor uh, needs 9,000 backers. It costs $349.99, and it has 3,532 backers at the time, again, of this recording. It could be double that by the time this is released later in the week. So uh, I'm sitting there, and you know, size is, a, is a definitely an issue. It's definitely a factor because you want to be able to have something like this. You want to display it. You want to enjoy it. I love Tyler's idea of, putting a leash on it and taking pictures of yourself walking it. Uh, you can do a lot of fun stuff with stop motion with these things, but they're, they're both great. What, I, what I've been telling people, because people keep saying to me, are you going to get the Rancor? Are you going to get the Rancor? And I, what I say is this, if between now and then, if I can save the cash for it, then I'll do it. Right. If I, but I'm not going to just, I, I'm just not going to do that to myself. It, I have until December 6th again for the Rancor. And I think, it's similar for the Sky Striker. The Sky Striker is December 8th. So I don't know, guys. I mean, they are both there. I mean, these are holy grail situations. These things are absolutely stunning. Mm -hmm. Are either of you out of curiosity tempted by the Sky Striker? It's personally, uh, no, but there are so many cool features on it. I love that it has a display stand that comes with it. So mm -hmm. I can totally see this sitting on top of a shelf somewhere and just being a, you know, an awesome conversation piece. Look at the fire coming out of the jets in the back. <laughs> I know. Stop. What are you trying to do? <laughs> oh, I'm doing Tyler's job right now. <laughs> yes. Tyler, are you oh, tempted by this guy? Uh, it does look really cool. Um, I don't dive too deep into the GI Joe stuff, but, uh, I mean, if this thing was maybe painted like Starscream from Transformers, I might be a little more into it. Um, <laughs> I, I will go ahead and pull my enabler part right now. So the thing with these Hazlab, Hazlab stuff, it's limited to, you know, they make as much as what people buy and that'll be it. 
So if you were to get these, theoretically, say, maybe in like two years, you're like, I don't know if I have the room for this anymore. Your return value on this, if you were to resell it, you'll be making more than what you paid. Ooh, that's a good point. That's a good point. Um, yeah, you're not helping, but you're also helping at the same time. That's what a good enabler does. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's like, you got to look at every side of everything. That's right. And I appreciate that about you. Yeah, they're, they're oh, both great. You. Let us let us know which uh, which items that you are tempted, not only for, for HasLab, but just all of the items from Hasbro Pulse, kind of a lot of great stuff. Really quickly, gentlemen, if you had, uh, you know, size money or no object and you could pick HasLab to do one Star Wars item, what would you have them do? It's a big question. And while you're thinking about it, I'll tell you what I would pick. Yeah. Yeah. I would pick a legitimate, actual one-one scale Falcon Millennium Falcon to go with a three and three-quarter inch figure. We've had a lot of different sizes of Falcons Ooh. over the years, but ultimately, it's not the right size and scale to the three and three-quarter inch figures for the entire one-one scale figure or vehicle itself. So if they made a Falcon like that, I would have a hard time saying no to that. I would also accept would a retro version of the classic Death Star playset. That would be insane. That would be cool. Hmm. What do you think, guys? Man, oh man. You know, dead air is not great for a podcast. Yeah. Right. This is thinking yeah, you, power. You just threw this on us. <laughs> so my thinking. favorite my favorite battle on all the Star Wars is Anakin versus Obi-Wan. So my dream might be a black series scale, like Mustafar control room, maybe with the bridge or like the, the long arm that they have out. It could, cause it would be reminiscent of the, uh, of the Mustafar volcano playset that I still have. Uh, that's one of my favorite Star Wars possessions I have, but if they could like make an adult version of that, I, I would probably try and back that on HasLab. That would be epic. And it would be like the classic Death Star playset too, because you could have like a little the area where Anakin uh, kills the Nemoidians. You could do a lot of cool stuff with it. That's a mm -hmm. great. That's a great. Oh yeah, one. A... cool. I think um, the Falcon was the thing that first popped into my head, but I wanted to go something a little bit more unique and something that would have a, about as much um, appeal to me as the Falcon. And I remember when Rebels was out, I I had all sorts of mental debates as to which ship is more functional and what, I, you know, all those types of conversations. So I think I would have to go, I'd love to see a ghost, uh, the ghost with the phantom uh, yeah. in there. That would be mm. super cool. And then Dan, we could put it by your Falcon and, and wow. I mean, the, the ghost is a lot bigger than the Falcon. If I'm recall, if, if my X-wing, uh, models from the, from the game X-Wing are, you know, close to being accurate. The ghost is quite a bit bigger than the Falcon. So that would be a cool set to have. That's a great one. The ghost would be wonderful. I would, I would be, I would have our time resisting that for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They had that yeah, Lego. My favorite uh, yeah. They had the Lego ghost, which I never pulled the trigger on and kick myself all the time. But, uh, I don't think they ever had a, um, the the ship itself uh, that you can purchase for the three and three quarter inch. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. I know they they did the the Phantom, but it was way out of scale. They never did the Ghost. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, it would be huge. 
It would be huge, literally right. and figuratively. We'd be very excited. About that. <laughs> yep, that'd be my dream if money was not an object, nor space. Listening to Coffee with Kenobi, you are with Dan Z, the podcast you're looking for. This is... <laughs> As we near the end of the show today, I want to thank each and every one of you for taking time out of your busy schedule to have a cup of coffee with me and for helping to spread the word about our Star Wars family we've got here at Coffee with Kenobi. Be sure to tune in Monday night at www.coffeewithkenobi.com slash live or www.facebook.com slash coffeewithkenobi and have a cup of coffee or any beverage of your choosing with me as we continue the conversation. To join us in the CWK Cafe, which is our Facebook group, and share your Star Wars thoughts, comments, reviews, and opinions in a family-friendly, spoiler-free place that is also drama-free, go to www.coffeewithkenobi.com community and be part of the conversation, talk about this week's show, or just talk about some Star Wars. We have a lot of fun and you'll make some new friends as well as catch up with longtime friends along the way. I also want to thank all of the new and longtime members of the CWK Alliance and let you know how much I appreciate your help and encouragement. If you want to join the CWK Alliance, go to www.cwkalliance.com and sign up today. Not only will you help out Coffee with Kenobi, but you also get access to CWK Pour Over, the exclusive weekly podcast not heard anywhere else. It's a great way to support and help out the show, and 10% of your monthly contributions go directly to the St. Jude Children's Hospital to support the incredibly important work they are doing to help these brave children and their families. Plus, contributors at the CWK All-Star level can watch a video podcast of CWK Pour Over hosted by me, Tom Gross, and Corey Club. Feel free to reach out anytime if you have any questions. In addition to being part of the community on Facebook, please don't forget to visit our website at www.coffeewithkenobi.com for Star Wars news, announcements, reviews, videos, and so much more. If you have a question for me or just want to share your thoughts on the air, feel free to email me at danz at coffeewithkenobi.com and I'll share them on the show. You can also connect with me on Twitter at MrZair, M-R-Z-E-H-R, or on Instagram at CWK. There are also a lot more ways to connect with me and Coffee with Kenobi on social media. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Give us a like on Facebook at facebook.com slash coffeewithkenobi. Check us out on Pinterest or subscribe to our Coffee with Kenobi YouTube channel. On our YouTube channel, you can find Facebook Live video, different interviews throughout the years, highlights of video coverage throughout the Coffee with Kenobi history, and the audio podcast itself. You can order my book, The Star Wars Book, which I co-wrote with Lucasfilm's Pablo Hidalgo and Cole Horton on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Target, Books A Million, Walmart, or anywhere books are sold. You can also find my writing on Coffee with Kenobi's website, as well as StarWars.com, where I am an official blogger there, and on IGN, where I contribute occasionally to articles about Star Wars, as well as other popular culture topics. If you are considering starting a podcast or a blog, let me know how I can help you get started and make your creative vision a reality. Be sure to check out DanzyMedia.com and we can get the process started. I am also available to come to your school, conference, business, or organization to talk about how to tap into your strengths and help you bring out your very best. I want to inspire you to be inspired so you can take that first step into a larger world. 
Thanks, as always, to our Coffee with Kenobi sponsors, especially MEI and Mouse Fan Travel, our travel partner, and your one-stop shop for all things Walt Disney World, Disneyland, the Disney Cruise Lines, or anywhere on the planet you want to go on your vacation. Please go to www.coffeewithkenobi.com slash mousefantravel to book your magical vacation and help support Coffee with Kenobi in the process. If you like the show, please tweet out that you're listening, share it on Facebook, or invite your friends and family to tune in and share a cup of coffee with us. And if the force is especially with you, please take a couple of minutes to rate and review the show on iTunes or Google Podcasts. Every review makes a huge difference and helps to spread the word, and I can't thank you enough for your help, for your support, and your friendship. I love so much being a part of this wonderful Star Wars community, and I can't thank you enough for all that you do for me and Coffee with Kenobi. It's been great breaking down everything from Hasbro PulseCon, HasLab, and all the great Star Wars stuff. Always a pleasure to talk with the both of you. Tyler, thanks again so much for being on. Please let everybody know where they can reach out to you if they want to continue the conversation. Uh, I'm on Facebook, really only to hang out in the CWK Cafe or the CWK Alliance. <laughs> so um, you can talk to me on there. I'm always up for debate on things. Um, I'm on Instagram at Papa Tyler, but I rarely ever like post anything on there. I need to get better about that. Well, and I always appreciate when you post in our, our exclusive CWK Alliance Facebook group. I love seeing your collection. You have like one of the best collections I've ever seen. You always display things so nicely. So I always appreciate you see, you showing those things. Yeah, thank you. I like showing it off, although sometimes uh, I don't like having to fix things. I just had to do, fix the bottom shelf of my WWE figures today because this cat decided to play with one of the toys right next to it. Oh, bummer. <laughs> so, so that was a lot of fun. I, I can relate. And Tom, where can everybody reach out to you? Oh, sure. Um, gosh, uh, where do we be, where do we begin? Um, yeah, catch me on Twitter at DraftLine. Uh, that's probably where I hang out the most on social media. Um, you can also catch me on uh, my new podcast. If you love good adventure and Dungeons and Dragons, Teachers in the Dungeon, uh, that is our podcast. And we're on Instagram at, te- at Dungeon Teachers um, and did I say Instagram and Twitter at Dungeon Teachers, uh, Instagram Teachers in the Dungeon. And then you can also uh, check out my writings every week on the blog Seeking Positivity in the Galaxy. This podcast is not endorsed by the Walt Disney Company or Lucasfilm Limited. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. The official Star Wars website can be found at www.starwars.com. Star Wars, all names, sounds, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Disney and their respective trademark and copyright holders. All original content of this podcast is the intellectual property of Coffee with Kenobi unless otherwise indicated. This is the podcast you're looking for. 